That's struggle okay. territory. Those are your, your SoundCloud rappers right you there. You talking about, I got to watch Switchblade? <laughs> this whole time I got to watch Jay White? Like, I don't even know what he is. I don't know. You know what? He's like blog era rap at the end of the blog era rap. Hey, what's good, folks? It's your boy, the Bowman 12L, and you are, of course, listening to the 54th, 59th edition of the Slam Bros Show. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Illa YC. Illa, what's good? What's good, Slam Brethren? We up in this beast, getting it rocking and ready for Summer Slam. And tonight we're joined by a very special guest, a third member of the Fan Bros Triumvirate, Mr. Jeff J. What's good, Jeff? What's going on, brother? I had to make this a three-way dance, you know, so I'm in the building. And also, just a quick update, um... We've branded, we, we've, we've dropped the bros, we got the bros out, so it's for all nerds now, a.k.a. the fan show. So we, 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 we just kicked off the branding today, and same show, same content, same great stuff, but just a different direction. We're flying the spaceship on the scenic route. We're ghost riding, and we don't have our seatbelts on, so don't call, don't um, white fright us. And call the cops because you see us dancing the, the street, key. just my having birthday? a good time trying to function. You feel me? <laughs> hey, I didn't want to say anything, but yo, it's just three black dudes in the car chilling. Uh, we're good. We're supposed to be here. All right. Don't call. This is our neighborhood. We pay taxes just like you. <laughs> What's good? Imagine if you could call one, if you could, um, the penalty for for calling the cops on black people erroneously or without <laughs> probable cause was going one-on-one with the Undertaker. Yep, <laughs> so you want to call the cops, player? You're going to go one-on-one with the Undertaker. <laughs> holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. So the Undertaker was really his his muscle, yo. It was. Low-key. <laughs> well, you he know, never- the Braun Strowman of his day, you know. That dude you call and everybody just gets insta shook. Like, oh, 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 I don't want none of that. No parts of that. Especially Confederate flag taker with the bike. Oh, man. No smoke with Confederate flag taker. Ah, uh, no, nah, that's that's bike weech in South Carolina taker. Like you not trying to mess with him. <laughs> oh. No smoke. No smoke was taken. Hey, um, we have to start off. This show with a little bit of a a sad note. Uh, this week we were met with the unfortunate sad news that uh, Jim the Anvil Nyhart passed away in his home at the uh, the young age of sixty three. Um, uh, apparently he was feeling ill and uh, had a fall in the home. Seems like he passed out, had a seizure, and when his wife called for medical services, there he was unresponsive and weren't able to revive him. So. Of course, uh, the Anvil was a staple, the Heart Foundation, and um, his, uh, he, you know, he he will be missed. He will be missed, and uh, he leaves behind a loving family. And you know, we give we give Natty, we give Natty a lot of a lot of grief here on the show about her love of cats and Tupac, but uh, you know, she seemed to have loved her her father just as much. So, Jim, uh, rest in peace. 
definitely going to miss the Anvil's uh, fiery red beard and that laugh and, you know, his Heart Foundation connection. So definitely rest in peace. And on another note, um, the For All Nerds family lost a, a dear friend, uh, the host of Outlaw Bars, the Deadly Diva, and just a good good friend of mine, you know, that, that came. I met her through doing uh, my relationship with Ben Amin and just doing the, the Fan Bro show and built like a real strong rapport with the Deadly Diva. Uh, I called her the Savage Diva because she was sharp-witted and sarcastic and quick with the tongue. But, um, you know, that was my girl, uh, you know, and I, I really just, I'm really was saddened to learn about her loss. Um, she, you know, died of cancer. Uh, she had a battle that, you know, she kind of waged privately and, you know, was slowly leaking certain details out. But I just think of, you know, all our text conversations and Twitter DMs and just, um, the smile she brought to my face and the laughter we shared and the good times. Um, you know, when I get out to New York to catch up, you know, she was just always, it was just always warmth and love. And, you know, I hope she, um, just understands how much she meant to not only the fan bros, but the outlaw bars family and these communities and, and to me, you know, and her family that she leaving behind definitely rest in peace. Deadly diva. You are loved and you are missed. So love. Yeah, man. I'll uh, I'll say as far as Diva goes, I didn't really know her too tough, but I knew of her because of how many people spoke highly of her. And when you have people who vouch for you and ex- extol your virtuous ways and really just don't have too many bad things to say about you, it shows how you lived your life. So you know, she was definitely important to the to the For All Nerds family, um, to the Outlaw Bar. She started Outlaw Bars, which is crazy. And you think about it. Um, ben Amin spoke about it on our show, but this is three black women talking about anime. Where else you find that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. And that contribution is going to be understated, but it's something that's type revolutionary, in the, especially in that space. And I think her work speaks for herself. It's forever fuck cancer for the nine, nine and three thousands um, for show. So, you know, definitely big rest in peace from the fan fan bros for all nerds family. Uh, as far as Jim the Anvil Nightheart, that's my childhood, bro. Like I grew up watching him in the Heart Foundation. Um, it reveals my mortality when I think about Owen is gone. Jim is gone. A British Bulldog is gone. Like these dudes who were larger than life to me and all in their different ways, but they, they're, they've all passed on. You know, Pillman is gone. Like that damn near Brett is the last one standing from Team Canada and the Heart Foundation. You know what I mean? And it, it's wild to think. And he himself had a lot of health issues too. So these dudes were going hard in the 80s. Take it for how you want it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? But they were going hard in the 80s. And it's just at this point, you you really have to appreciate what WWE did with their wellness program. It may, it may seem a little pedantic when it comes to how they implemented and what they implemented for, but they've probably saved a lot more lives on the back end with it um, and, and holding their, their talent to a certain standard. But... You know, Jim Jim the Anvil Nightheart, he was one of those dudes who knew how to play their role. And 
He was the dude. He was the energy. He had the infectious laugh. OG beard gang. Um, you know what I'm saying? OG, 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 triple OG beard gang. Before beard gang was uh was was popularized, he was he was in the beard gang. So he, he you know great worker in the ring. Um, once again, somebody who is spoken highly of, and it shows what type of life they live. So definitely a big rest in peace. Shout out to him too. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. But, you know, we, all things, we move forward. You know, everything's fine out. So, so make the most of your time with your loved ones and yourself. You know, if you got something you want to try, just go ahead and do it. You know, even in these spaces you feel like you're not supposed to be in, you know, you might be someone who's into water sports. You might be into like anime, whatever. Try it. You know, don't let anyone stop you. That's why we're for all nerds. It's everybody. Gang, gang. Um. <laughs> well, that got weird. <laughs> uh, hey, but it wouldn't be an episode of the Slam Bros. It wouldn't be without our longest running segment. Illa, he's back. He's uh he's he's Your back. Man. He's uh he's this week he's speaking for the the common folk, the travelers. You ready for this? Alright, let's hear it. Las Aventuras Hey, Alberto Albertron is so amigos. Alright, when we last left our hero, he was on vacation with his daughters, uh riding the dolphins. And his daughters could be uh, unamused. But this week, the one, the only Alberto El Patron is uh, suffering the same thing that all travelers have to deal with. And that is airplane delays. And he's not happy about it. Apparently, uh, his flight (laughs) back home has been delayed by American Airlines. And he's letting them know it's not about that life. He's got places to go. This is the most interesting man in pro wrestling. His plane's been delayed. He's got to get somewhere. Can't be held up in uh, in the airport. So, uh, did he cuss them out? What happened? He didn't cuss them out. It was very interesting. Like, he told them in English and in Spanish. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> this is not fair. Uh, Jeff, I don't know if you know this, but Alberto El Patron has, uh, he lives a life. That is, that is basically the best way Word. to describe it. Word. <laughs> Word. He lives a life. Now, we started following his life, um, when he allegedly got stabbed. Then some people looked into it and no one could find the medical reports or the police report about getting stabbed or the knife. All right. When the questions got hot, he went down to Australia, mm-hmm. got locked up because he was fighting uh, some Ninja Ninja Turtle cosplayers, him and his brother. All right. <laughs> this is probably this why he can't, he can't make, his, make his dates. All right. Because he's too busy having real life fights. Uh, All right. Oh, but wait. El Patron. There's more. Oh, man. When he got back from Australia, he invited people to come fight him at his restaurant. You know, new place. When that didn't show up, he claims to be a uh, TV producer down in Mexico. He's got a a telenovela starting up. Um, On top of that, about three weeks ago, 
Uh, he was involved in a court case where a man was alleging that at a bar, a karaoke bar, um, Alberto pulled his pants down, mooned him, and told him to come try something. All right? And uh, it was all over an argument with the Twitter uh, user whose Twitter handle was Pray for the Real Ass. <laughs> <laughs> So he showed them the real ass and told them based on that. And this is not to mention his dalliances in combat sports, uh, all the drama with Paige, um, his tirades against the man with the big nose, Triple H. I mean, Alberto Elfra, we have found every episode for the last year, year and a half, maybe. Alberto Elfra has given us material for this segment without fail. How this man has done it, I have no idea, but he lives a life, Jeff. He lives a life, brother. He gave a championship belt to an immigration judge? <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's out it there. Like oh, the championship belt, <laughs> his girl, his, his hot TV reporter girlfriend <laughs> at the press conference. I mean, the man gives back to charitable causes. Alberto El Patron, just, he's, he's a man of the people. He's the most interesting man in wrestling. Bar nut. Hmm. Sounds like he's had himself a life. Why go back to wrestling? He needs to have the Pride of Mexico. That would be the show. (laughs) Maybe, maybe one day he'll be the Miz. Oh my goodness, man! Uh, Is there anything more on uh, Alberto Epstein's adventures? He's. I mean, maybe he'll make this date. He's got a wrestling show. That's the whole thing. He was supposed to go to a wrestling show. Playing at the laid, so you know maybe, maybe oh, this, so this is just maybe, cover for why he's maybe this is problems on liability. <laughs> Got you. Okay, that's what he's building in his excuses on social yeah. media. Got you. Okay. All right. What else you got? Anything in the hey, dirt? Nothing in the dirt. Let's get to the main, the main segment for this uh, week because this SummerSlam pay per view is apparently longer than a Drake album, so. We have to invest some time. Is in it as boring as Drake's album? Uh, That's the question. Is it as boring as we Drake's album? We won't know album? until we get it. And if Kiki shows up, maybe, hey, we might have something. <laughs> All right. What we got for SummerSlam <laughs> 2018? Now the, the lineup's been uh, finalized. All right. So who knows? Because now the kickoff show is in is two hours for SummerSlam. So at. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Starts at five o'clock, dog. Five o'clock. And can I tell you? Let me. Let me. Let, can I get this off for a second? So I, I covered last year's Survivor Series. Um, covered last year's Survivor Series in San Antonio. That thing started at five o'clock. I did not get there until six fifty-five. I got there just in time because I. I'm no. I have the WWE Network for $9.99 for a reason. I watched it. And mind you, I'm going to tell you how real it is. The way <laughs> San Antonio and the Riverwalk is set up, if you stay at the Marriott, you're literally walking distance to the, um, the Alamo Dome. Not where the Spurs play, but the actual okay. Alamo Dome uh, where, where they hold the mm-hmm. major events. You're walking distance. I was not staying there for two hours, dog, for nobody's pre-show. I walked in just in time to see the club get rolled up and lose to Sheamus and Sorrow, lose the Raw Tag Titles. And then from there, I was good. But I understand why people be ornery in the seats because you're there for, 
I thought New Japan was long. This is different. This is different. <laughs> but as I always say, you know what you're signing up for when you buy that damn ticket. So don't act different when you when you're there at 10 and 11 o'clock and want to boost something that's actually good. But yeah, hella long. Heck long. It it's like, yeah, because it's like, yo, the G1 just wrapped up and it's like, yo, they're wrestling like every night for three, four hours sometime. Uh, that's I don't even know how you watch everything. If you miss some of the G one, oh my, my August was hectic. But um, but those who are versed in in uh, New Japan, I would say that A block was the skippable tracks on the album of the G one. <laughs> I looked at and I said, God bless him. But if you think I'm watching Bad Luck Fale um, actively wrestle for for twenty five days. <laughs> no, dog. That A block, it wasn't even up up and comers. It was like, yo, we're just gonna make the B block stack to see who else we're gonna have come off. And the A block is just I, I don't I don't even know. Don't even get me started. I fell so far back. Um, like I know the re- I know the main result or whatever, but I like to see how it got there because some of the matches are actually good. But bruh, that A block is struggle. That's struggle okay. territory. Those are your, your SoundCloud rappers right you there. You talking about, I got to watch Switchblade? <laughs> this whole time I got to watch Jay White? Like, I don't even know what he is. I don't know. You know what? He's like blog era rap at the end of the blog era rap. Oh. Like, like when streaming services just started up, and he's Asher Roth. Like, like oh, blog. man. It, it's a... Don't even get me started. It's annoying. Like when I look at the B block in the first match is Naito and Kenny Omega. I mean, notably, I'm a stan for both of them, but it's guaranteed worth my money. You know what I'm saying? Or worth my my eyeballs. But all in all, I've heard this was pretty good in terms of match quality, but four hours a night, every night. Who's watching all them tag matches? For what? But on SummerSlam... The kickoff is what uh, Amos versus uh, Rusa. No, yeah, it's a mixed yeah, tag yeah. match. It's mixed tag. Yes. Uh, but how are they pulling two hours worth of four matches show? within the two hours, and then they just have mad vignettes in between and talking? So a lot of it is going to be concession and setup, and they'll have two matches per hour. And this is also this is also wow. when they still do the uh, the last part. Hey, by the network because the kickoff is always on. YouTube, and then the last couple of pay-per-views, the first hour or the last hour of the kickoff has been on like USA yeah. or Sci-Fi. Just yeah. Yeah. WWE stock must be down. They're trying to get no, it's that up. concession money. It's oh, no, way bro. up. They, they way give it because what do they really have to lose? That way, everybody gets on the card. And and let's say you just want to get to the arena. I don't know if y'all remember. I forgot what it what um event it was where the Hardys. And someone else, maybe it was um, the Wyatt family. It was the Hardys and someone else that was re- that were. It was the Hardys against the Miz and I think the Miz Taraj. And something had happened outside where they weren't letting people in, so they literally were wrestling in an empty arena. Like maybe twenty people were in there, and they went through the whole match. The shit looked like a simulation. Yeah, because the, the Ticketmaster went down. The Ticketmaster <laughs> went down. None of the tickets could get stand. No one could get in. Yeah. Right. I forgot what I forget what event that was, but yeah, the ticket master went now. That's so damn match, and my man was at Waffle House an hour later, like, yo, it's late. <laughs> and I felt yo, he got his check. So yo, it is what it is. So 
Or somewhere with, uh, with his... Um, he was uh, commiserating <laughs> with his progeny. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. So let's let's get oh, to this. Okay. Let's get to this match. So um, I guess a, my prediction would be, I'm going to ask you gentlemen, how does Aiden English cost Rusev Day to match? It's got to be it, right? Most likely. This is where we're heading. It has to be. Uh, but I don't. Because Andrade and Rusev actually would be like, what was that? Uh, the, the the coalition that he had, the the no nah, the the, Earth, the League of Nations, Nations, League of Nations, uh, like three years ago, League of Nations, like Andrade Almez would be right in there with him. So I mean, it seems that they would actually be boys and be partners. So this has to be set up. It would be. Remember, Rusev is still the unbeaten new television champ when he told stole the TV <laughs> monitor. He's still that. <laughs> well, you know, still Zelina and Lana had beef. You siding with your wife, dog. Like it's this is my, that's just what it is. Siding yeah. with your wife, but yo, yeah, no doubt, <laughs> Andrade. If you need that smoke, you are gonna get that smoke. Well, even even if um, Aiden English doesn't interfere, I still think Amos and Vega oh, yeah. are gonna get the win. Not only for sheer wrestling talent, you know. I mean, Rusev is holding up his end, but you know, Lana's coming up shout. But. I, Yo, she, I think she this is going to be a, a hot ride, match, though. This is going to be a great match. It really shouldn't, because they haven't really built it right. I mean, this should be the first match of the actual pay-per-view. I think it's going to be a hot match. Um, I would hope that they're not wrestling in the empty mm-hmm. arena. But, you know, WWE logic means that they will get done dirty like Why that. do you think it wasn't built right? Built right. Um, Simply because this coming off of Rusev being in the title picture and then it just kind of like rolled him off, you know, into this. And it's cool, but they hadn't, you know, you got to think they hadn't really been doing anything with Andrade right. for like months. And then he just recently, they they put him right. back on the burner, you know? And so it was like, it was a weird situation because he, he debuted and then just dis-a-fucking-peered for months. And the thing is, when he pops up, he gives solid entertainment, mm-hmm. high-quality matches. He does his thing. You know, so it was just kind of like, it just seemed like one of those, we got to use this talent and give him a paycheck and do something. Let's put him on a kickoff show. You know, so they kind of threw something together. I don't think that's really a function of the build. If you think they're underutilized, that's one thing. But this has been going on for like a month at least. At least a month with this whole Aiden English botch. Yeah, yeah, because I I hear what you're saying. And yeah, I think that post Rusev and Almas... They kind of just found each other in this angle, but I think the angle itself—I mean, it's been built for—it's well, been built for at least a month. I would say the angle that they initially were building toward was like a, a Eng, English Rusev Day right. split. So I think it's more about serving that master than anything else. I think that this is going to be like you just like Bowman was saying, English is going to cost him where he's been kind of doing no, you know, you do the screw ups. They cost you to match over time, but you gotta write it off. I think this is probably gonna be where the they actually do an actual break, which to me is just silly. I mean, Rusev Day works. It gives Aiden English something to do, so he stays away from joining the uh, affirmative action squad with Titus O'Neil and Apollo Cruz. It gives them something to do. You know, it's solid. Rusev Day is, is solid. They should capitalize on it. But hashtag WWE logic. Here we are. Who you got winning this one? I, I think Rusev as a, as a character, I think he can take a loss. 
I think he can. I think uh, also Andrade's. I think him and Zelina they get this win. I think there are shenanigans involving English, and we kind of go down that that breakup because that that's the logical build for the last months has been English seems to be the weak link, so we need to follow that or further that storyline. So that's why I'm saying Andrade for the win, and maybe the end of Rusev Day. You got um, on it, Jeff. Yeah, I I think all signs point to um, El Idolo and La Muñeca getting the. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think the Rusev Day angle will still start, will still go on because he really doesn't need, um, <laughs> he doesn't need any English. I think Aiden English just adds to it, but um, I do see Aiden costing him the match purposely. And it's like, yo, you know, I'm I'm done. And I don't know if I want to see Aiden English and Rusev feud, really. But whatever. Um, exactly. But, uh, it, it, either either Aiden he's going to rectify it or he's going to legitimately blow it. Either way, I think CNN Vega win. I actually wish one of these days they would do um, a Texas Tornado mix match where everybody's fighting. Yeah. It's not Lucha though. It's not Lucha though. So. And just like, cause cause Selena can get down. Selena can get open. For like real, that. for real. She bad. She does her thing thing in that. That's what I say. The whole the only short, you know, is Lana. So we'll see how they go. All right, we got a cruiserweight championship map. Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gallic. Uh, if you haven't been watching two hundred five live, it's. I would argue it's not even the same show as no. like last year. It's Cedric is still the champ. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not even. It's more in tune with the original uh, cruiserweight uh, tournament that they did two years ago. Now, yeah. has it been two years? It's yeah. It's so. Has, um, has it's more about the yeah. Has two hundred five live fallen to the? You had a spark when you started, but now you're just garbage level. No, it's 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 rebounded. It's uh, apparently Triple H and his team have been uh, directing it. The match. It's more about the athleticism of the athletes. Uh, the character is a lot more straightforward and basic. Like, hey, I'm the best right now. I'm working to be the best. I'm challenging for this. Like, no one can. Tell. Like, they've like they took uh, Buddy Murphy, who is this kind of like you know surfer kind of washout guy in NXT. Uh, when Blake got fired and turned him into like a legit threat. So um, if you catch a match of 205, you're like, oh, hey, this is kind of like NXT light. This is what they've been doing. I've heard it's been awesome. I just don't have time to watch it. That's the thing. Like I, like, like, I will catch like a replay or I'll read a recap, but I'll send someone else. But hey, this is this is like this is like the trailer. Know you know, you sit in before the movie, we're going to see it. And if, especially if you have an option of watching NXT itself. Or uh, Lucha Underground, which yeah, that's two, yeah, which both are really, you know, spectacular in their own rights. Versus, you know, two hundred five is just totally dropped off the radar for me. I don't even. I mean, I, I kind of sometimes see the little updates on um, SmackDown, but if I'm DVR and I'm fast forwarding, I'm not even caring anymore about it. You know, so when they first came out, they really had something going, and I, I actually wanted Cedric to be the champ and all that other stuff, and now that he's got it, but it's just, I don't know, it just seems kind of lost in a shuffle, all the other, all things WWE. I mean, story-wise, like, Cedric being the champ makes sense. 
he was the breakout star of the tournament. Like people loved him so much. He got the job, got the job. Now turns around. Now he's champion. It it tells a great story. Makes a great vignette package. I don't think Drew. I haven't watched enough or heard enough to think that Drew is the one to dethrone him. He doesn't seem to have that like, you know, that indie feel that you know their top guys seem to get. You know, so he has a great gimmick. Yeah, though. he does. A great fucking gimmick. Uh, I haven't watched enough to say I, I'll go with the champion. Um, I'll just go with the champ because uh, unless <laughs> at this point, the only dude I can see dethroning him is Neville. And we don't know when he Yo, Triple H so, said today, like someone asked him straight up, so what's the status of Neville? And Triple H is like, mm, I don't know. I have to look into that. I'm like, aren't you head of talent? How do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> you got to give him a call. Like, yo, you coming back to work or what? <laughs> I think I'm good, mate. All right. Fuck it. You're under contract. I think he's still getting checks. He just went home. He took his ball and went home. He lost his smile or some shit. But um, yo, I feel him, man. You know, it, he he didn't like his position up allegedly, and he's there at a standstill. I, I remember earlier hearing rumors, quote unquote, that they were they were at a good place and they weren't. But I really hope he can come back in some capacity, even if it's to go to two hundred five live and then go back to the main roster because. The king of the cruiserweights, that yo, yo yeah. we care, bro. He had a different finisher every nah, match. Yeah. Ring, bust every out match. Ring Saturn. Like. Yo, it's already it's already twenty five stars. When I see the rings of Saturn, the stars <laughs> oh, revolve around Saturn. That's how many stars I give him. He has his own he's, constellation. He's got, he's got a finish for every single constellation around Saturn. Every single body, planetary body around that planet, bro. All the moon. All the oh, moons oh, and shit. Never was just a badass. He did his damn thing, and then Enzo happened. All right, don't y'all don't break us down. We was in a good place. We was in a good place. Yeah, your your nemesis. That's the ring ropes nemesis, Enzo. All right, yo, let's get to the main card proper before we run out of time. All right, all right. We have Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. All right, you know me. Uh, I got props for Barry Corbin right now because how many other dudes you know wrestling and can still keep their shirt tucked in, bro? All these jits be going to class and they can't keep their shirt tails tucked in for anything. <laughs> but my man hitting suplexes and that shirt tail stays tucked in. What incarnation is a constable? Hold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> this man he's a British did we fight two wars to not be Yo, let me <laughs> Let me open up the Merriam-Webster. I believe a constable is like a police like chief or yeah, an enforcer of some type. It's like internal affairs and shit. This is now it's power. Now he's Blanca Rodriguez. That's who he, he's, he's Blanca Rodriguez. On That's what he Dude, don't get me started on power because that show is my nemesis. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, yo, so I don't even. Okay, so Baron's got to get the. All right. I will say this. I don't know if y'all noticed this. Couple of weeks ago, when Baron bought like Finn the Playhouse, it's like, hey, this is your locker room. If you pay close attention, he got him coloring books too, but half a page on the coloring book was colored. Who colored that book? You're gonna tell me WWE had one of their grips color a page for their props? Cor- Corbin's got all the things looking, man. So, ah, the Baron, um, who got the last win? I think Finn got the last win. So, in the 50-50 split, I think the constable has to get his win. He's got to take the smile away from uh, Finn, if that's even possible, to take the smile away from him. 
get this win and move on so he can kind of be like a jerk the rest of the night. I see that like, so I got the win. I'm, you know, now I can really shove it in Kurt Angle's face for the rest of SummerSlam. We got five hours to fill. Is the demon like in a future add-on package? That's in, that's in a different, we're not in that timeline. Yeah, that's think, what it is. Yeah, I think. Oh, so we're, we're, yeah. we're on Earth yeah. 2 Raw? Where, where he, he, is he like Inuyasha where when it's a full moon, he loses his he's just, he's power human and right he's now. actually old? No, he's human. He's, yeah. you know? Because I just yeah, don't bro. see this, 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 this feud being worthy enough of him to bust out the demon. And because if they nah, were gonna, you don't break, you're not breaking out for no damn constable. Yeah, you break out the demon for for bra, 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 bra. <laughs> Yeah, that's who you break out the demon for. I don't even think it should have been a demon. He should have just been what he was. Like, yo, I wear the paint. Yeah. That's like my war paint. You know what I'm saying? But whatever. Now nah, he's supernatural. <laughs> the fuck out of here. All right. So <laughs> I really don't care who wins this match, but. Uh, Free show too. I'll, I'll go with a uh, Finn Balor. Oh, this is on a kickoff show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is probably going to be hour two of the kickoff show. Uh, and, and I have no reason at this point. I've seen this match hundred and five times. Yeah. I don't know. I, at this point, flip a coin. Fuck it. I'll say. I'll say the constable. I, I I'll go with the constable. and I'll go with Finn Balor just because. <laughs> fuck it. Why not? <laughs> All right. We have the B team versus the revival. Uh, yo, first versus uh, the boring. You see, you see. All right, look, they. This is the team that has been used properly. I will say the B team's new. I think that's intentional, right? Their new uh, entrance music is just so bad. Like, that's that's that's. Oh yeah, like, B team. B. I'm like, all right, that's that's very intentional. Um, <clears throat> the revival. I. It's so weird because it's like, man, I. I'm trying to get my FTR. metaphors right now. I can't even imagine. I can't even get a stupid cheesy metaphor for these guys. It's like, yo, they, they, I, they was like hot, and then we forgot. Then they're getting uh, beat up by DX and the senior citizens, and then they're gone for a couple of months. And now, now they, they're challenging for the championship titles again. Hey, young books <laughs> try to tell you, yo. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. FTR, bro. FTR. But you know what yeah. it was? Injuries derailed them. In- like when, when they were running the parallel angles with the Young Bucks, I thought that was the flyest shit ever. Like when they when did you did you ever see their old vignette when um I think it was Nick Jackson lost legitimately got his book bag or his bag stolen and he lost his passport and had to go to customs to get a new passport for, for eight hours in the day. And then the revival two weeks later was filming themselves walking in and one of them drops a passport on the floor and says, oh, you dropped your passport. He's like, all right. And he puts it in his bag and walks off. Like that shit was ill. And then dudes get their jaw broke, dudes tear a random muscle and they got derailed. So now they're just easing back in. I just think they need a, a yeah, hot put them back over to really... I mean, uh, I miss those old vignettes, yeah, the top guys some. doing top guy things. And the thing about it, too, was they didn't even mention, you just had to pay attention, the Revival or in the background doing something mad shady. You, they was, those were hitmen. Right. Like, like, but all of that is pre-WWE main roster debut. Like, they haven't done any of that. I haven't seen it. So so far, well, what I was yeah, just it, 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 on the main roster, but they 
been on the main yeah. roster. It's just they've been injured. Like if they've been on the roster, the main roster, what? Yeah. This is probably year two, right? They probably wrestled five out of 24 months combined. Yeah, no, I feel you. Maybe. I'm just saying, like they haven't had, it's like they haven't had a push, but also none of the stuff that Bowman's mentioned or that you're mentioning now has occurred. You know, because I'm less familiar with the um, with the revival, and to me they're just boring. But I'll hear like you just told that story, or Bowman to tell me something, and it sounds entertaining and interesting. It's like I need to see it. So until it happens, it's just like they are boring as fuck. You know, so the B team is interesting because we know that they're the comedy cornballs and they know what they are, but they're on a they're on like a little hit right now you know and wwe is backing them bray wyatt must have you know bribed miss mcmahon or something and you know we gonna let my brother shine let baby bro shine let him run with these titles let him let the eagles on the titles let them fly baby okay cool i think the b team is gonna take this over the revival yeah i i think um oh yeah SummerSlam. would they like the market the last four years all right we got our our obligatory flow rider track I'm like, is, are they just paying him to write music? Is WWE keeping Flo Rider alive uh, at this point? Flo Rider's keeping Flo Rider alive, bro. Like, that man that man said F-rap, and <laughs> yo, his best life is in So this is my life. prediction. B-team wins, and then they spend the rest of SummerSlam trying to party with everyone that they can see. We... All right, yeah, so I'm predicting. Would, all right, they party. They try and party with Roman because they've tried that two times now. Comedy comes in threes. All right, they party in the audience. All right, um, they party with some old vet because you know there's always got to be a cameo. So someone's gonna show up and they're gonna party with them. And yeah. damn, <laughs> probably Farouk because he's back there. And then uh, they they probably party with Braun and then get knocked out. Someone say it was gonna happen. Probably. All right, what's that. next up on the card? Uh, we have the SmackDown Championship matches. The uh, the brothers, Old Wyatt's, uh, what am I thinking? Belgian, the Bludgeoning Brothers versus the New Bludgeoning. Day. And a championship match. I hope this is actually a good match, man, because, uh, Jeff, how do you feel? Because it seems like the wrestling community is split. Some people love squash matches, but they feel like you can overdo squash matches, and they feel like, hey, the Bludgeons have done too many squash matches. Like, they only wrestle squash matches, which is a damn shame, especially when you got Luke Harper on the team, who we all know is, like, a secretly a killer on the ring. Well, these people probably never watched old-school wrestling. There used to be squashes every single week, building up people. And I don't even think that... They, they, they type-squashed the Usos and the New Day to win the belts in that triple threat. Like, like but they, it was a good match, but they... Yo, do you have you seen the Bludgeon Brothers? They should not lose. They're more intimidating than AOP, and they're probably not even as big combined as Razor. They're more intimidating than yeah. them. They're, they're, they're the most intimidating team, and they just really they remind me of a, a, a bigger version of Legion of Doom. Because Legion of Doom used to come to the ring with their spikes, take their spikes off, and Beat you down for five minutes before you caught the doomsday device. It's like I, and that's just what it was. I get this. This is just. I definitely get that. I can draw that comparison. Like I think AOP is probably trying to ride that Legion of Doom coattail, 
but it translates mm. better with Bludgeon Brothers in terms of the actual in ring. I mean, and, and then Bludgeon Brothers are. Um, I probably cast some flack for this, but they're more athletic, more talented than the old LOD because LOD was more um, brawler style, you know. But Luke Harper alone is just—he can go in the ring. And I'd say Luke Harper is the one that tilts tilts the scale because yeah. Hawk, Hawk was nice in his prime. Like yeah, these dudes yeah, were just yeah. strong. I love Hawk. They weren't plotting, but Luke Harper is sneaky. He's like a <laughs> cruiserweight stuck in a six six dude's body. Just yeah, the shit yeah. is laugh, but that's truth. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous, but I think they'll get a good. I think they'll get a good match out of the new day. I don't think it should be a squash. Now, if they get caught on time restraints, then it is what it is. But I think you get a good 10, 15 minutes out of this. I don't see them losing, but I do think, and it's ill, right? Two, three years ago, the new day won the belts at at SummerSlam. Or the and, and they continued their streak up till breaking the street. And it seems like every year they're prominent at SummerSlam and they got another spot at SummerSlam. That's like their classic. And you know, they, they're gonna get bludgeoned, but we're gonna have a good time watching. Yeah. Cause I think they're gonna I see the I don't know who's gonna wrestle for them. I'm thinking if I was like the strategist of New Day, I would put Kofi and Big E just because they're the biggest ones. Yeah, I definitely see uh, the Bludgeon Brothers retaining. I don't mainly because I just don't see a point for them losing at this particular at this particular juncture. You know, when they can be right. that um, they can be that that great white whale that the other tag teams are trying to chase and trying to get over, and then you can help rebuild the division because they SmackDown was doing great things with the Usos and New Day and um, uh, Gable and and Benjamin, and uh, I'm I'm missing a tag team. I think. But they were doing good things with the tag team division when the Usos had their run, their their run. <clears throat> and now that the Bludgeons are here, and they found they found a second gimmick that actually works for the two of them after they did the kind of uh, Wyatt family thing, and and having Harper and Rowan dependent on Bray, they kind of they kind of stalled out for a bit. But finding this new gimmick that really works for them as a standalone duo, I think is a good good fit, a good mix. And if they can keep you know let them ride the tag team titles. They can kind of build them up to continue that, and then it also makes it that much greater for whatever team knocks them off. Yeah, I think I think we're we see the the brothers continuing it. New Day's going to have a great match. They're probably going to be selling new branded pancakes sometime at the end of the year, so they don't need the belts anyway. All right, I get that that brand money coming in. Oh, you get your, your tetanus <laughs> shot ready for them pancakes. Dropping them, sits on them. them out of yeah, big singlet. That's nasty. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, Doc. I'll that's my man's. I'm not eating a, a pancake out of your singlet, my G. You got it up on your breast. Well, I, I want, want, I want the maple. I want like I, I don't want, want big sweat. Like no. Side of bacon. Side of big. Yo, that stuff. brown smudge. That may not be syrup, bro. Like <laughs> I don't know what that is. So no, bro. None of that. The Yo. power of positivity. All right. What's next on the card, Bowman? We have Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens with the, the Money in the Bank contract on the line. Um, Man, so Kevin Owens and, and Braun, they've been doing this two months now. You know, it all began with uh, Kevin Owens trying to convince everyone to take him out of the Money in the Bank contract uh, match. No one wanted to join uh, KO's efforts. And Braun noticed that and tried to murder KO off the ladder. And he's been trying to murder KO 
ever since. And so uh, Kevin Owens being a heel, you know, kind of appealed to his bosses like, hey, this man's tried to murder me. Can I at least get something? Let me take his life away, his money in the bank contract. So uh, I, he's kind of working with gender right now. So maybe shenanigans and I, does Broad really need the money in the bank contract? No, they normally don't keep contracts on baby faces. And Braun's kind of like in between right now. So um, I don't know how effective Jinder Mahal is going to be. He's still at half power. He only has one Singh brother. So, you know, his attacks aren't effective at all. But uh, this could be, if there is one surprise, I think this might be like the surprise of SummerSlam where shenanigans happen and KO actually ends up with the contract to get it off of Braun. Mm. I don't. I'm not mad either way, actually, if Braun retains or Owens retains. In either case, uh, I think the cash-in will probably be occurring. So I, I could see either um, maybe Kevin Owens gets – if Kevin Owens got the win, maybe Braun came down for the beatdown on the champion, allowing Kevin Owens to get the sneaky you know, cash-in. But – this match is, you know, we, the, the 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 expected result is Braun Strowman is going to destroy this fool. So it'd be cool if there were shenanigans and Kevin Owens got the upset victory. I still think um, Strowman is going to retain, but I'm 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 not mad either way this one goes. Yeah, I I, I see Strowman. They got them damn monster in the bank shirts. <laughs> you don't lose that money off of some experimentation. So uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, do we think Kevin Owens is going to have these hands Amazon Prime shipped to his door? <laughs> he is going to get that order of hands. Yeah, those hands are going to be waiting for him at the Barclays. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what do we got up next? We have the United States Championship Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Oh, this is the um, easiest match to call. So my okay, it is okay, but my question is who hits Jeff in the balls first? Is it Randy Orton or Shinsuke? Yes. <laughs> yes to both. <laughs> I'm going with Randy Orton on this one. For the disqualification victory for uh Shinsuke. Randy hits him in the balls first, and then Shinsuke hits him in the balls. Uh man, you know what I love? Like uh I think it was was it Carl Anderson's kids? They did a photo on Instagram where one was dressed as like Styles, another was dressed as Nakamura, and the kid was like pretending to hit his brother in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, that's yo the most effective finisher in 2018. Let's let's get it. I don't. know. There's rumors that Jeff is working through injuries. He's not doing the Swanton at house shows. He's saving it. Uh, Matt Hardy has broken character on Twitter and reflecting back on his career, maybe alluding that he's not wrestling that long. So the Hardys are hurt. He spent 20 years jumping off of stuff. Um, I think this is going to be a short one. And, you know, let Jeff rest up for a while. The SmackDown roster is packed right now, all right? Shelton's back. Joe's there. Um, Freaking Styles is there. Randy's back. You know, you can take time to let Jeff rest for a month or two heal up some injuries and bring him back. He doesn't have to wrestle every single night. He's not, you know, he's not a young boy anymore. 
So I can see Nakamura yeah. winning this relatively quickly to save uh, Jeff so he can go rest her a little bit. I think Shin, I think Shinsuke hits him with the uh, uh, with the greatest black woman of all time, Kinshasa. <laughs> <laughs> with, with black women power kinshasa and and that's it i think that's it yeah it, it's it's i don't know if it's gonna be quick but i know it's gonna be shinsuke <laughs> okay no shenanigans uh does it matter <laughs> shinsuke is a shenanigan is a walking shenanigan. Shinsuke. the man who speaks probably better fluent english than me says no speaking the english <laughs> he's a walking shenanigan and and at some point, if the if the Barclays Center isn't rapping in Japanese, they failed the whole city. <laughs> I need the crowd to know it. Just like y'all be talking about uh nobody's ever truly good. Nobody's ever truly evil. Yo, do you know when that came on last year at SummerSlam? 666 came on, <laughs> formed on my chest, and a pentagram was on my back. I was wow. like, yo, I don't know if this is where where I I um donate uh to Satan's Patreon, but yo, I'm here. Fuck it, let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Chin- Nakamura, no speaky English. <laughs> he that. He's gonna get a W. All right, so we now have the next uh, title, the uh, Intercontinental Championship, Dolph Ziggler. Versus Seth Rollins. Wait, didn't they? Did they not make this a tag team match? No, they just have their um, their heaters, their supports, their diesels. Gotcha. Each man has their own personal diesel in their corner. Got gotcha. right? Okay. You have. And you talk about Dean Ambrose. That's definitely diesel. That Yo. man came back with Dean's arms and an Arkham Asylum haircut. Yeah. That is my lunatic fringe. Like he looks like and a no eyebrows. He shaved off his eyebrows. You don't need them. <laughs> And you don't need he looks, For what? Now he looks crazy as fuck. Like before, he just looked like a drunk, you know, uh, doped up meth head. You know what I mean? On a binge. Yeah, he was definitely meth after, after his, getting out from his mechanic job. Like now he looks <laughs> like he's out the asylum. He was John Moxley for a while, <laughs> cosplaying at Dean Ambrose. Now he is the lunatic. For, yo, do you remember when Triple H tore his quad and came back and looked like Brawley? From yo, super, from, from yeah, I'm watching. Dog. I was watching. Um, was it was it Raw? Whatever he came out, I'm with one of my homegirls. He's like, "Yo, is he smuggling two bowling balls in there?" <laughs> he was Bruh. Diesel. That man, yo, I don't even know if Leg Day was on his schedule for those last no, six was, months. This man out looking like a tank, boy, tank. Neck be damned. He was looking like a tank. Leg day. I'd never seen a man look so diesel coming back he in looked, my life. He was doing leg day with Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Right. <laughs> right. He did it. All the leg day he was doing was his rehab. Everything else was upper body. Upper man. body. He must have been eating whole cows every Dude day. was swollen. But yeah, so this... Um, I kind of want Dolph to retain because he, he his, his little run he's been on with... Um, with uh uh what's my man's name Celtic dude oh his name Drew McIntyre McIntyre they they've been doing their thing together I, so I kind of want to see it continue and see Dolph kind of you know have have some different um matches some different folks I just don't know what they're gonna do with Seth though you know that's kind of the thing like if he's out of this out of the Intercontinental Title Hunt 
where does he go from here? I think Seth can go anywhere. He's he's it it yeah. seems wherever he is on the card, uh, Seth is a made man right now. You know, people love him. Yeah, no doubt. I'm just saying because I can't I can't really see who would be in the pipeline for him. That's where it's kind of like it's hard to read in terms of would they keep the belt oh. on Dolph? Maybe it's Dean. Maybe it's Dean, or maybe maybe they try and use Seth Rollins and his CrossFit Jesus powers on Mojo Rawley. You think Dean turns on him? Yeah, who knows? He's yeah. a lunatic, bro. and that would who go knows? with maybe paying him back for when he turned on. Yeah, right. that's a good angle. You never, you never know, but um, you know, back. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. They wouldn't, or they're trying to keep this heat on Roman. They might use the good shield feelings to try and put over Roman shield right. by proxy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Distract yeah. people. All right, what's next yeah. on the card, good man? All right. Uh, eight years in the making, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Match of the night. This was, yeah, this was what people were, people were speculating they're going to save this for WrestleMania. The rumor is now that no one knows what Bryan wants to do with his contract. So the WWE's just like pulled the trigger. I don't know. It didn't seem, it didn't seem, it didn't make sense to wait, right? They're, they're in such close proximity. And with that, now their orbits were going to, with that information right there, <laughs> now I think The Miz is going to win. Because that's mm. some petty shit that WWE would do. Oh, oh, oh! you don't want to sign this contract with us? Okay, D-Bry, yeah, you're going to take this L. And we're going to send you with that. Just think on that one. That is some petty hashtag WWE logic thing to do. So the Miz definitely, and it would be unexpected for the Miz to actually win. He would get nuclear heat, but I think new, Miz always gets good heat. Yeah. So I don't know why, unless they're trying to elongate this, because they literally did everything in their power to avoid Miz and Daniel Bryan until it just became unrealistic. Like they always cross each other. So it's not like it. So it has to be on site at some point. It was forever on site. It was so on site. Daniel Bryan brought the Miz to SmackDown so it could be officially on site <laughs> yeah. in the same locker room. So at some point this had to happen. I, I see Daniel Bryan winning. I don't I wouldn't be surprised if the Miz won and if they do like a three match series where maybe the Miz and Daniel Bryan wrestle now and then the Miz and Daniel Bryan wrestle at the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble mm-hmm. and then the, the blow off is at WrestleMania in yep. some crazy match. You think Royal Rumble? I think it may be Survivor Series, you know. Yeah, knowing them they might speed it up or or cuz oh, shit, what's what's September Fastlane or yeah. some shit? Um uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I can forget. Uh, I, can, I can flipping see. their pay per view names around every year. You know, I could definitely see them dragging it out until WrestleMania. I I could definitely see that. So, but especially like, yeah, I think they definitely the first in the series. Because if, if Miz wins, then there's no reason not to to really build him and build him with that heat and into Mania, and just but that promo him. on Tuesday if he wins. Yeah, his oh, TV yeah. show got renewed. Oh, yeah. His wife lost that baby him. fat. God, he bought he broke he beat down D Brian. Hokage Miz, there you bro. Go. Hokage Miz. This man <laughs> took off the weighted training gear. I mean, he's tossed babies. Dead, <laughs> he has to open up a few more chakras if he's you gonna know, beat he's, Daniel. He's Brian. at the life gate. It's like, no, don't open anymore. <laughs> My man's got the gold medal in the baby tossing. So <laughs> 
Oh, man. It's a match in the night. All right, let's see here. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Carmella versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte. Um, Easy man. for Carmella to retain. This is this is tried yeah. through when they I, always had the two faces. Becky, I, I can see Becky Lynch versus Charlotte coming out of this one. Um, and Carmella facing whoever's next on deck. But that's going to be the, you know, we've seen this with Alexa Bliss too, where they'll put her in with a couple people and then those two get in and she capitalizes for the win. I mean, it's pain by numbers. Yeah. I don't think there's any other that Carmella's. It's like that. And then Becky and Charlotte, they go and they feud because she's like, hey, you're always taking my spotlight. You know? Right. Because second to that, it would be Charlotte simply because WWE just is trying to push her to Pluto or the outer regions of the universe. You know, like. You got to get the Kepler belt, not even Pluto, the Kepler belt. We are past Pluto. I mean, so I just don't see a reason for them to um, take it off Carmella. And you know they're shading Pluto now. They don't even consider it a fucking planet yeah. anymore. My childhood is ruined. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what do we got? Alexa Bliss, Raw's Women Championship versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, Ronda, get, Rondi's get, whatever her name is. Ronda, Roddy, Ronda Rousey is getting the belt. She's getting it. She's getting it. She's getting it. Yo, she looks better and better every week. It's crazy. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Like she's on, I just, it's kind of like part of me feels that old school of it's too soon, but it would make sense for her to win because I mean, they've thrown her into the title picture so quickly, but like for them to take the belt off Nia Jax in a fashion that they did to put it on Alexa, just so that Rhonda would have a quote unquote, an evil person to take it off of and get that positive victory and win and pop. That's what makes sense for it to be a Rhonda victory. I just, I would have thought they would have waited till Mania for that huge, you know, um, pop. The only other thing, because I, I, I'm also thinking, like, where, where are they going with this? Uh, who would Ronda, who would Ronda face at Mania? Maybe Oscar. She ends up back on Raw. And see, right? That's what that's what because initially when of. when when they brought Oscar in and they had Oscar doing the submissions and then they started bringing Ronda in, I was like, okay, Oscar's gonna win run through people for a year, she heads to face Ronda Rousey in a submission match for the title at Mania. It writes itself. You know, but then they had Asuka right. lose, and I, was, I thought they were going to have build up like Asuka's beating everybody. She's unbeaten, and then she's going to face Ronda Rousey. And I was like, that makes perfect sense. You know, Ronda's coming in. She has the back end of the company, blah, 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 blah. But then WWE totally derailed that when they made Asuka lose for no apparent reason to um, Charlotte Flair. Right, so I can't call it, man. But Rhonda, I could I could I could see it, but it's just like it's so quick, man. And Alexa's so I would mm. I would I would like Alexa's face, I mean she's just a good heel. I see like yo Rhonda getting the win, they put it on, it's like SummerSlam, they're coming out. She's a UFC uh Hall of Famer now, but also the story continues, right? So now Alexa gets her or you know, her contractual rematch. We go on and, you know, it kind of carries us through November. And they build up some other women on Raw. Maybe Ember. Maybe uh, uh No, Ember. Ruby's not on. Who's on? Who's on? Who's on Raw? Not not the Riot Squad. The other ones. Abs- no, it is the Riot Squad. It's, it's Riot Squad. Oh, they switch places. That's right. So it is Ruby. 
Ruby. Yeah, absolutely. Ruby. On like, yeah, so they got Ruby. Maybe she can do, Ronda can do Yo. some things with like Sasha well, or Bailey. What we're, so. what we're forgetting is having Ronda as the women's champ when they do the all women pay per view would also be a major draw. Right. Oh, you're right. So yeah. I'd right. Because she's going to get that pop in the yeah. Barclays Center. She's getting that pop. She's already won them over. She's getting yeah, I mean, pop. Ronda's, people sure. were sleeping on her, but I was like, she, when she first came out, she was on top of it, you know? I mean, she just has to sharpen her mic skills, and she's getting better and better, and you just see her growth, and you see, like you were saying, you know, you see it every week. So, and I, I just, I want her to win, you know? I, I want her to do well in WWE, and she's on it. So, hopefully it continues. All right, all right, all right. All right, we got uh, the WWE Championship map, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Uh, basically, Samoa Joe has accused AJ Styles of being Drake. Samoa Joe is the pusher T in the situation, accused him of being a deadbeat motherfucker. And now we're wrestling for a championship. I've seen them wrestle in Orlando before. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? I might have been out there. It's close to Universal Studios. <laughs> I don't like, I was like, I was trying to ride Basket of the Future. And it's like a whole bunch of wrestlers out there. Even Kurt Angle was out there right. too, man. I don't even know what was going on. With the broken freaking <laughs> neck. <laughs> don't even know what they were doing out in Orlando. Man, people you see. Strange world. <laughs> so who so you got this winning is this? This is the first time in the WWE. Man, you know what? I hate that it is. I feel that Joe who has just been amazing since he's been up in the main roster. I'll just fire on the mic. Uh, lately, though, when it comes to, I think he's another one who's been derailed by injuries. Every time he's getting hot, he's kind of out for a month because he's got like a sprain or something's up. Um, I think he needs like a solid win, like a win. Let him get the belt. AJ's had it for like a, not no, close to a year, 200, 250 day range. But I think, hey, Samoa Joe, in his character, he's not about he, – he doesn't need to, but he'll take shortcuts. I would like to see him get the belt. Maybe he little, does a little something underhanded. He gets it off of AJ, but um, I think AJ is going to retain. Right. I feel like Joe needs a good, solid win because the last couple of high-profile matches, he didn't win against Brock, hasn't won against uh, Roman, not lately. Um, when's the last big victory he got? I can't recall. Probably over Roman when he was when he was beating Roman's ass. But I don't I don't think Joe needs victories per se. He just has to be in the right place at the right time. I actually think it was would have been cool to have him go on a US title run, just give him a belt, like have him elevate it, and then when that era's over, then you go after the world championship. Because I I do think he needs to be WWE champion at some point. At some point, I don't yeah. know where, but I think they're gonna put the back. They're, they're putting the rocket. Well, AJ Styles damn near <laughs> been riding the rocket. Um, he is I, a rocket, actually. But I think he's gonna be the champion for. Nah, a I think this is Joe's time and this is Joe's moment. Okay. Samoa Joe to me is the package. He's a great in ring performer. He's great on the mic. He's a great heel persona, and he just knows. His character is solid through and through. I think this would be the great, a good time, and it'd be kind of unexpected for Joe to get the win. I think they need to put the belt on Joe and then create a little uh, feud with him and AJ, and they can exchange matches you know, for a couple months. But 
this would be it, man. Joe, Joe is just a badass, and I, I want him with that belt. A belt. Like, Joe does things in the ring that a lot of other wrestlers don't do. When he was wrestling Brock last year, like, he was actually blocking his strikes. Like, he was covering up. Like, yeah. he just, like, get kicked. He's, like, he's blocking. And then um, his trash talk is probably – the only person who ever trash talks as good as Joe is probably Kevin Owens. Like, when he's wrestling, he's like, yo, you kicking me? Are you serious? Come on. <laughs> like, like, I just Samoa love Joe. Joe also, does, does also, all the little things. Samoa Joe plays XCOM just like me, and, like, he knows what it's like to lose your sniper <laughs> because they, they lost a 90% shot. Like, how you miss it 90%, dude? Like, what's up? Strangely enough, like, I have been on XCOM 2 heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a coincidence. <laughs> anyway, man. Oh, man. So I got so, Samoa Joe, right. man. You got Samoa Joe. In my heart of hearts, I have some other joke, but I think it's gonna be AJ and Jeff. Where you stand? I, I'm I'm riding with AJ, but if Samoa Joe wins, I will be pleased. All right, that's dope. Okay, and we have the Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. <sighs> you know, you know the last time I said, <coughs> "Oh, Roman winning." He didn't win. <laughs> so now I'm like, I think I'm still rolling with that. Oh, you know Roman winning. I don't know if he leaves with the title. Yeah, yeah, Roman yeah. He's, he's he At this point, it's like, yo, why, why Brock still got yeah. the title? Barack this is like, yo, yo, just Lesnar. That is my man's. Because <laughs> he's evil. I love a good evil wrestler, man. <sighs> it's time, man. So it's my time. only thing, I, I had it. I was like, okay. There's two ways this match goes. It's going to be, like, short to catch us off guard. They do something like, all right, Roman, he catches Brock with the spear off the bat, second spear, and then a third spear. Why three spears? Because Goldberg speared uh, Brock twice, so they got to make it a little different than that. All right, add that third one in there. He gets the belt, or if not the belt, he gets the call-in, the cash-in, right? Short match. Or they do one of those... For whatever reason, Roman Reigns' thirty-five minute epics in a five-hour pay-per-view. No, he still gets to win, but cash in. <laughs> nah, I easily see this being Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns, and they just to prove like, yo, you we expect Roman to win, and they do. Brock gets the win, and it's just like Roman can't beat Brock, and then all of a sudden the cash in comes. Roman goes ape shit. Starts beating the crap out of Brock, the cash in comes. Because I think that'd be oh, a great okay. swerve. I, mean, I think Brock's coming off the belt. I just don't think it's coming off that way. I just don't think Roman's going to get the victory in the match. I just think, you know, it's going to look like it. And then Brock's going to hit that F5 and it's over for Roman. And then here comes. I, don't know, I feel like Roman's got to get this belt so we can just work these feelings out of our system. All right. We just, we just need to be done. With it, all right. Just. Give him the belt. Let's do this. We can all stop stressing. Go back to the barbecue and I'll draw our summer. All right. We can't. As long as always one of the ones to get this damn belt. It's just it's tired right now. WWE has not pulled the trigger on Roman Reigns in this way in three years, maybe? Is it three, four? Like he's just failed every time. So it's no reason to quit now. <laughs> Keep failing. <bro. laughs> Let him take this L. <laughs> take that with you. 
So I just easily see that happening. I, I mean, I see Brock losing the belt. I'm not mad about that. But that 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 feel-good Roman Reigns victory, unless they do it in that fashion you're talking about where Roman is all triumphant and, you know, yeah, and then they really pull a rug out from under him. But I'd, I'd rather he just take that L. He's going to be the champ at some point. It might as well be this Wait. point. Like, dude, like, get it done and let's get a good universal title run out of him and um and just go off of it because it's it's getting annoying brock is getting annoying this will he won't he with roman is getting annoying as if i'm supposed to believe that bobby fucking lashley is going to beat roman reigns and be in the main event of SummerSlam. okay whatever like like it's just like seeing two people argue who you know are in a relationship and they argue for the sake of arguing it's like yo could y'all just make up because we trying to go to this wedding like can y'all just stop can y'all, can y'all just make up this way? Y'all all... <laughs> what happened? It's like you, you were sitting with your partners oh, and no, this girl just... and you was like, yo, y'all need to... <laughs> hey, hey, show me show me somebody who hasn't experienced that at some point and I'll show you somebody who isn't of this. <laughs> I'll put it to you like that. Having said that, I, I, if you... if It would probably even be annoying... If he won and then Braun came and cashed in on him, because we still have that oh, over yeah. Roman. This will be the second time he got cashed on. This will be the second time yeah. he got cashed in on. Do would they really cash in on him again? I hope so. Again? That would be hilarious. <laughs> it would be hilarious. <sighs> it's like, what are you what are you really trying to do? You know what I mean? But, I, mean I, I just <laughs> What are they doing with Roman? And I don't, I don't know at this point. I mean, he's won the belt. He's he's been a champ like two or three times, so he's had the belt. So it's not the same thing of, you know, his first time being a champ. It's just him and Brock. And I just would rather them play it out in entertaining fashion for me. I mean, I'm just being selfish. Take that L, Roman Reigns. Take that L with you. It would be hilarious, bro. <laughs> All right, we'll see. We'll see if if he gets his belt, if this Roman Reigns experiment continues. All right, so that's that's SummerSlam 2018. Yo, hit us up on Twitter. What do you think is going to happen at SummerSlam uh, today? Are you taking the weekend off? You calling in from work? Calling the day off to the next day because you just worked seven hours watching SummerSlam? Yo, hit us up at Pod. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Yo, you can find me on Twitter at Bowman12L. That is at Bowman12L. Also on Instagram, same thing, at Bowman12L. Illa, where can the good people of the internet find you at? At IllaYC on uh, the Twitters. You can also check out my art page at The Art of Yuri on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, you can always find us rocking at the Slam Bros Pod. You know, catch us out on the Twitters. And where can they find you, Mr. Jeff J? Jeff J says on all social media, every single one of them, you can find me. And uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was this was fun. Um, got to key key it up with you on some wrestling content. So that that's always that's always a plus. And um, yeah, you can also you can also catch me on uh, Fan Show for All Nerds and the Power After Hours, the the best power podcast you've ever heard in your life. I'll put that up against anybody and anybody of this or any other part of the multiverse. Um, 
And yeah, you will see Mr. Jeff J back in the building once again because this is a great show. We had a lot of fun. So the, the door is open. The 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 door to the arena, the Slam Bros Arena is open for you to return. You know, whenever Teddy Long calls you up for that triple play. <laughs> never say never in the Slam Bros podcast. Yeah, never say no. Also remember you can find us uh on your normal spots. Also check us out at soundcloud.com forward slash the slam bros. The slam bros. Soundcloud.com forward slash the slam bros. We'll be on there. Guys, if you're heading out to SummerSlam in the Barclays, stay safe. We'll catch y'all next time. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla.